Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Motivation Monday with Maya, me, and I hope your week is off to a great start. Today we are continuing the empathy series and I am talking about the letter P and you can't have an empathy series without talking about patience or patient leaders. So that's what we're talking about today. But before we dive in, make sure you guys subscribe and share the My Opinion podcast since you're listening and you enjoy it so much. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Leadership Podcast for Women. Let's dive into it. All right, so what do you think about patience or being a patient leader? And are you a patient leader? Let's think about that for a second. I'm chuckling a little bit because I haven't always been a very patient leader and I still struggle with patience a little bit in my life. And you might be thinking about some things right now yourself, but in my opinion, it's empathy's close friend because without patience, there's no empathy. Because think about it, when you're being empathetic, you're putting yourself in somebody's shoes and their situation, and that takes patience. You have to stop and pause and really take yourself out of your own head, out of your own heart and situation, and feel for that other individual or your team or whoever it is. And we've all heard patience is a virtue. Probably heard that a ton growing up. I know I did. And I still, we still hear it all the time. It's a very common thing. And that's true in my opinion. It is. And it's why I believe patient leaders give their teams respect. And, you know, they have really high standards and they show that through their, their actions. But they're, they're patient. And our patience is really tested daily, especially now, of course. And as individual contributors it's tested, but as leaders, our patience is tested on a whole other level and just a higher intensity because of the speed of at which we work. And like I already said, obviously the uncertain climate we're in, regardless of the industry that you're in. I mean, even if you're a healthcare worker and, you know, you know, you're busier than ever and things have gotten crazy. It's been a shift. Things have changed. Your patience is being tested more now than ever as a leader. And with with this climate, with things happening, and we're also moving faster than ever with the things that we need to happen within our company, within our businesses, regardless, again, of industry. And then we throw in a pandemic and everything that's happening. It's a lot. So your patience is tested quite a bit as a leader. It's already so much as an individual, but as a leader, it's it's heavy. It's a lot. And you can probably see how easy it would be as a leader to lose your patience. Because I'm telling you right now, <laughs> as an individual, I, I struggle with being patient. And I do think 
that is a gift that I got through 2020 was learning to be more patient and accepting things for how they are. But that's a whole other episode. But it's easy to lose your patience. So, you know, I have. (laughs) And it's not, you know, the biggest virtue that comes easily to me. Maybe it does to you. Maybe there's areas in your life where you are able to be patient and then some where you're like, oh my God, I just can't even deal with, you know, homeschooling my kids or I can't deal with, you know, um, going in and wearing a mask to work one more time. Just things like that that are just losing your patience. And I totally, I have empathy for that. I totally get it. You know, but some of us are more patient in certain areas than others. Well, when I was first starting out as a a leader by title because you guys know that I feel like we're all leaders of our own lives. But, you know, a leader and and the fact that I had people reporting to me and this was 12, 14, oh my God, years ago now. (laughs) We won't go into the numbers, but my patients needed some work. And I tend to be someone who can figure things out on my own and I'm pretty well, but I mean, I'm someone who need need to learn to ask for help, and those are my own issues. But not everyone is like that, right? Like some people really love the hands-on learning. Um, So I will still admit that I have some patient issues, like being patient with people that need a lot of hand-holding. That is a struggle for me. And so what's interesting that's happened to me in my leadership career is I've tended to get a lot of individuals reporting to me at times when my teams are big when my teams are small it didn't always happen but when I've had big teams I tend to get a lot of hand holders and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it really taught me patience and I truly feel like I am a patient leader now because of that. And had that not happened, I don't know if I ever would have been able to learn that lesson because I wasn't listening to a podcast about this or reading a lot about it because I was just growing as a leader and it was trial and error for me. And now here I am talking about it, which is kind of cool and I love it. But I I didn't really, that was not my style. I love to learn hands-on, sure, but I can kind of just run with it afterwards. So these these people that need a little more hand-holding, it is such a great lesson for us. Or if somebody is more of a, you're a really hands-on person and, and they want to go and just do it on their own and come back to you with questions, like they might test your patience. So you might be totally different than me. But there's different ways that we can grow as a leader in our patience. You know, the reward for me for guiding and teaching and mentoring and helping someone and seeing that light bulb go off was and is, again, just so rewarding to me Then I've been able to become, that's the real driving factor behind why I've been able to become a patient leader. Yes, I was tested. <laughs> my patience was tested, but that's how I was able to become a patient leader and a, a much more patient person. I'm sure people in my personal life would tell you that I am a much more patient person. (laughs) Say that like 10 times fast. Patient person um, in general because of things that I've gone through in my life. But leadership is definitely a, a factor in all of that and having these different personality types. So what are some things that you can do? These are in my opinion, of course to work on patience or to become a patient leader? What can you do? 
Well, they're not too terribly far off from being empathetic, but it's kind of like being empathetic 2.0 because I feel like they're kind of sisters. You can't have one without the other. But the first thing, again, in my opinion, is to not only be objective and really understand a situation or the circumstances or whatever you're trying to understand from your team, but allow time for it. And often when I'm in a leadership role, um, which now obviously I'm in a little bit of a different role running my own business, but you know, I, I know that from this experience myself, and I'm sure you feel this way as a leader too, we can feel overwhelmed. So we need to make, and, and so time and scheduling, and we know we have to make these numbers or do this, or we need to manage this part, or we need to manage the operations, whatever it is you're in charge of. So we need to make this a priority, that we make the time to understand situations and circumstances in an objective way. But the time part is really where you're building in the patience because sometimes we really don't allow for the time. So it sounds simple, but sometimes we're not we're not doing it as leaders. And I've been guilty of this too. And be patient enough to know that you and your team will not always agree. So you'll need to take that time. Time is a big factor in patience. To understand, you can take that time to understand their perspective too. So I cannot tell you how many times I've been contacted throughout the years. You guys know I have a big like sales background, event curation, sales um, strategy. That's that's a lot of my background. And so I've been contacted by a lot of customers through the years, whether it was a service that I was selling, a lot of retail background, uh, as you guys know, too, because of, you know, a miscommunication Um Maybe they didn't get along with my sales rep, something like that happened, but I had to be patient enough to understand the perspective of my my salesperson or my direct report because what would happen, so I'm going to use one example. So I would get, they're all pretty similar actually, but I would get an email from the customer. Somehow they would find my email or whatever in one way or another sure you've gone through this or you've heard of this happening <laughs> and typically how they would get my contact information would be the sales rep or the individual reporting fee whatever title they had business developer you know whoever it was they would get so frustrated they would lose their patience that they would want to just give my information out which they were technically not supposed to do but I understood it I had empathy for it because I know what it's like to be in that situation and you've got this customer screaming at you and upset. And so I would get these emails from time to time and it was, it sounded horrific how my employee had treated this individual. Sounded horrific. So before I would contact this customer, I always would take the time and call up my sales rep, business developer, whoever it, whoever it was, and hear them out, hear their story. And nine times out of 10, they had already contacted me and told me this was going to happen because that's the kind of relationship I have with my people. I believe in that. And so if they're not calling you and telling you about it, probably an issue. And that's when you go back to the communication and the connection and doing all those things. But and, we'd, and I would sit and I would listen. That takes patience because a lot of that is venting on their end too. So they're going to be venting about the, the story. But 
there a lot of things happened during that too. A lot of admittance, you know, some mistakes that happened, things like that. But I could also see from their perspective why they would react in that way. And so from there, you're able to course correct and you're able to see it from their perspective. But you can also have a conversation with them through patience and through listening and through the empathy and tell them you get it. You may have reacted the same way, but here's how they can improve and how they can do better. So it's an opportunity for both of you. And then you're able to go back to that customer. Again, this could apply to anything. I mean, you can do this internally as well. You're able to go back to that customer and speak intelligently about the situation. And you, of course, I always had to apologize and I meant it for, for their behavior. But what's so interesting, again, I'm not kidding. I think it was much higher than nine times out of 10. I would say 99% of the time, that particular person did end up doing business with us again. They did do business. And eight, I'd say eight times out of 10, they still stayed with the same sales rep. It was very rare that they would move on, depending on the company. So having patience really matters with something like that. So think about a situation where that happened and just listening and having the patience to go through that. And it's a growth exercise, not just for your team member or your direct report or your employee. It's a growth opportunity for you as a leader as well. So engaging and seeking to understand through asking questions really shows your team that you are taking the time and being patient through an experience, which is exactly what I did in those circumstances. I would sit there, I would listen, and then I would ask very strategic questions about the situation. So I had the facts. But I would also want to know exactly what happened so I could put myself in their shoes. That takes patience to walk through some of these situations because sometimes they would have relationships with these customers or individuals for long periods of time. So they needed to go back in time and explain the entire situation. I was there. I listened. So you grow as well. But seeking to understand and engaging and asking questions is really key and again takes patience and takes some practice. And remember that you can learn a lot about yourself as a leader, like I was saying. When your patience is tested, you're working on your patience. You're just going to get better and better at it. It's like a muscle that you're kind of using and you're working out. Trust me, (laughs) I am light years away from where I was at 22. I, I don't even know if I knew what being patient was then. So this, these exercises and doing this and really taking that time with my teams made a world of difference. And just because your patience has been tested, you, the thing is, you can't run away from it. You have to really face it head on. So for instance, we've all had those employees, or maybe you do right now, or team members that don't read the memos that you send out, even though you've told them a million times, never read the emails all the way through, they fire back an email real quick. Um, or how about they never have the Zoom link? I'm sure, we're all <laughs> we're all thinking about someone on our team, or you know, there's someone out there, right? That oh my god, I get it. Like how frustrating. And I'm sure you're like, oh yeah, that's so and so right now, or you know, thinking about that. But your patience is being tested, as is your skills as a leader. So how are you going to handle it? That's really the attitude that I recommend. And my opinion is like the best way to go into that. Like, how are we going to handle this? And I think it's best to take a breath and remind yourself that you're in this position for a reason 
And we have high standards as leaders. That's why we're in a leadership role. Or if you're aspiring to be one, you have high standards. That's why you want to be a leader. But it's important that we set realistic expectations for our team. Yes, they should know how to get on a Zoom call if it's a Zoom every single week at the same time, right? And you're consistently telling that person, okay, where are you, Susie Q? You know she's my favorite. Susie Q, get on 10 a.m. It's Monday, 10 a.m. every single week, and she's not making it. That's a problem. But if you called, you know, a last-minute meeting and there's some trouble, let's have some empathy. Let's have some patience, you know, that's a last-minute call. So, again, setting those realistic expectations. And we understand that everybody has different strengths. And if you need to have those conversations with Susie Q, who never gets on at 10 a.m. on Mondays, you need to have them. But you need to come from a place of understanding and empathy. And that does take patience with someone who's not getting on the call at 10 a.m. every Monday. (laughs) I totally understand that. But here's the thing. That is your job as a patient leader. Because your patience will be tested as a leader always and often always and often as a leader, but it's how you respond to it that defines you as a leader. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.